the existing framework is inadequate. Still, you want to push it on tech. We understand the fact that regulations will always run after tech, right? But instead of the government sitting with stakeholders in the tech ecosystem to discuss and understand what is exactly going on so that you can build a framework that fits perfectly into what is going on. What they do, they slap taxes, <laughs> they tell you to pay a fee for license. They just want to collect money from you. That's the discussion on the June 14th episode of the Tech Point African podcast. I was reacting to the news that Kenyan legislators silently passed the draft bill in the parliament to regulate tech practitioners in the country. Unsurprisingly, a few days after, Nigeria's technology regulator, NIDDA, unveiled something similar, the code of practice for online platforms. Usually, situations like this incite reactions from stakeholders, especially in the law tech space, where policy experts make sense of such views before engaging lawmakers and citizens. Those are a few of this week's expert duties, whom you will find out about in a moment. Most times in the work that I do, what I see is that there's often an ecosystem disconnect, right? Where what the policymakers want to do is one thing, but what tech practitioners want to do is another. Often, when laws are being made, tech practitioners are left out of the process. My name is Selina. My second name is Onyando. Fun fact, there's a river in Western Kenya called River Nyando, so I've always told people that it's where my people come from, but that's not true. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Expert and African where we spotlight African tech specialists and their journey from newbie to expert. In this episode, Kenyan lawyer Selina Onyando shares what it's like to be a tech policy analyst in Africa. I am a lawyer by profession and I'm currently working as a tech policy analyst. I've been in this space for about three years now. Besides from a law degree, Selina also has a postgraduate diploma in law and she recently completed the Copyright X program offered by the Harvard School of Law. And she is also upskilling for her other interests. Learning for me is an endless journey. I started reading at quite a young age. In fact, as early as 12, I would get books <laughs> as birthday gifts. Books about everything, really. I think for my 12th birthday, I got a book about dinosaurs, which was interesting. And then for 13, I got Robinson Crusoe, which was a book that I really enjoyed reading. Selena is proud of how she keeps improving all her skills, something that has helped her build physical, mental, and emotional strength. During my free time, I enjoy photography. I have a passion for the arts. I also did enjoy sports. I did swim a bit, played football. <laughs> quite a bit in primary school and high school. I was very good not to blow my own trumpet. Like football, Selena picked up photography at a young age. She was already taking shots of people and places as early as nine. All this lead up to why she decided to become a lawyer. I wanted to be a change maker. I wanted to be someone who makes a difference 
for me, the quest for justice really is something that has been in me from the values that have been impacted to me from my family and my friends. In a recap of her journey, Selena recalls her parents' impact. My parents have been a huge influence for me. The learnings that they've shared and impacted to me, there are some values that I uphold very dearly, and those are things I translate also in the work that I do. Things around equality, which are things that you see, are very foundational principles in the lawmaking process or policymaking process. And everything points to what drives her. It's one quote I always live by, and I've really started to take it seriously. This first half of the year, which is progress over perfection. Doing it is better than not doing it at all. Trying something new, learning a new skill, you don't get better by not trying. <laughs> you get better by trying over and over and over until you're comfortable. So failure is part of the process and progress is better than perfection. Here's an interesting twist to Selena's story. One of her favorite interests actually led her into tech. She stumbled into the tech space when trying to decide what industry she would choose after completing her law degree. Towards the end of 2018, I was doing a lot of photography work alongside my law degree. As I was coming to the end of the law degree, and I met a friend of mine in Egypt and he introduced me to a space he was working at at the time. It was an accelerator here in Nairobi and they needed a photographer very urgently. In fact, he called me on a Friday and they needed a photographer for Saturday morning. Typical of her, she took advantage of an opportunity to show her skills. So I quickly charged my gear and I was there on Saturday morning for what was a hackathon. I had never heard of hackathons before. I didn't know how they operated and I was there for two days documenting the process of what it looks like to build shelter tech solutions and I was very intrigued by the tech space. What happened next confirmed how Selena and the accelerator's values aligned right from the first meet. She spent the next six months with the organization documenting their processes. She calls it an eye opener because it gave her access to a rich network of people in tech, a chance to attend more hackathons and popular tech events while getting familiarized with the law tech space, especially with lawyers building tech solutions. But there's more. I ended up stumbling in a hackathon myself, but the interesting part was that this was a legal tech hackathon. So I thought that this would be perfect for me because then I could apply my legal skills and my creative thinking and design thinking skills as well. At this point, Selena was confident about where she belonged and in September 2019, she went for a new challenge in law tech. In a way, she probably saw it coming since she was an undergraduate. I'd be honest, I wasn't very attracted to the traditional forms of law. I always thought that times were changing very rapidly and that there was more than what we would learn in school or more than what people would do in the traditional space. I would be more attracted actually when I was in uni to the courses that were not what everyone was doing 
describing our current role. I work with a team of very talented professionals to support the law and technology ecosystem by improving the capacity of policymakers to engage in the policymaking process, improving the capacity of the public to challenge laws that are not beneficial, and supporting ecosystem players to disseminate laws and policies on a larger scale to ensure that the public can better engage. Selina adds how her traveling experiences as an undergraduate are currently helping her understand the policy-making process and the uniqueness of different claims. Acknowledging how the kind of environment and schools she grew up in have inspired her to think beyond what is attainable. Nairobi-born and raised Selina says all the experiences now come in handy in her job as a tech policy analyst. She boasts of having an eye for detecting even the most obscure details that everyone could have missed when going through a document. But it hasn't always been like that. Policy reviews and analysis can be overwhelming, and that was what Selena initially felt. However, with a supportive team, she was able to make her mistakes, learn from them, and get better. On the other hand, she's not afraid to ask for help. For starters, Selena explains the various forms that law tech can take, which includes advisory, litigation, policy, and building products for legal purposes. And she goes ahead to defend why she has a stronger conviction for policy. I'd argue the policy space is the most foundational space because you cannot exist in a vacuum as a technology practitioner. You need to have rules and regulations that guide your dealings. Away from you as a technology practitioner, tech is now coming into a lot of the things that we do on a day-to-day -day in our communities, in our societies. So we need to have checks and balances that regulate how this tech is used so as to not abuse the rights of individuals preparing laws and policies that support the ability for tech businesses to set up and run in countries, that is what the policy landscape looks like. In an ideal situation, policymakers engage stakeholders in the tech space to understand what it entails before coming up with laws and policies. And once the laws are drafted, they are reviewed to help advise these lawmakers on their practicality. Now, here is Selena's expertise. Depending on the situation, she reviews policy drafts to find out loopholes. Another part is researching what is suitable for a particular society. Because laws are sometimes imported from other jurisdictions with a totally different legal landscape. This research also covers finding out the specific needs of a particular environment. But it is almost never an ideal situation considering how regulators in Africa interact with the tech scene. For me, really, it's more about do policymakers understand what the problem is? And then once they've understood the problem, is this the right solution to the problem? And that's why ecosystem engagement is very, very important. A typical day for Selena involves a lot of reading, research, and keeping up with trends in the tech space. 
She optimizes her day by religiously using her calendar and she also uses Slack for both personal and official purposes. She uses Zoom video conferencing tool and a mobile phone to keep up with work on the go. She often starts the day with coffee and breakfast, after which she reviews her calendar to know what's scheduled for the day. She goes ahead to attend team meetings before executing other assignments. Work on days where there is a draft law to be reviewed would have her read through the draft to understand and draw plans on how to disseminate the information. Then, she takes other meetings and assigns responsibilities to different teams. In the afternoon, she goes for a 20-minute lunch break and in the evenings, she takes a walk. If Selena considered anything a win among other wins, it would be finding herself within a team that gives her the chance to learn and relearn. One of the draft laws that I worked on that I really was able to see the impact the circle was the Central Bank of Kenya Amendment Bill 2021. That was the law that regulates digital lending in Kenya. When I first saw that law, I had never interacted as much with the digital lending space on the regulatory side. I'd understood that there were challenges in the space, but I'd never seen what regulation looks like. And it piqued my interest. I started reading about it more and more. And it allowed me to work really closely with people in the space and see it through up until when we had the digital credit providers regulations 2022. So being able to work on that all the way and actually see parliament take those suggestions into consideration, I'd say it was my biggest win. Also because it influenced a huge chunk of some of the topics that interest me today in the law and tech space, which are around financial regulation and emerging markets. The idea of work-life balance isn't alien to Selena, and she does the best she can do to own her weekends. I enjoy being alone on the weekends much more than I like to admit. Uh, but I also enjoy spending time with my family. Sports during the weekends, hanging out with, with friends when I get the opportunity, those are some of the things I enjoy. Despite her current schedule, photography isn't something she wants to give up. Although she's on a brief break from it, she's taking short courses and joining communities to help her improve her skills to package her art properly. In 2021, she took a class with Canon on the art of storytelling and she also joined the community of African women in photography. Earlier this year, she exhibited her art at the 59th edition of Venice Binali, a global art exhibition event. Selena's fear of not being able to have enough impact makes her want to achieve as much as she can and as quickly as possible. So she contributes and volunteers once there's an opportunity for it. And she's excited about the years ahead. I'm really, really, really excited for the next five years. I think that the next five years offers me an opportunity to scale my networks across the region, to meet different people across the continent doing what I'm doing and also doing different things that impact the work that I do and being able to build networks for other people. Thank you for listening to Expert and African. This script was adapted by Oluwani Femikolawa. This is a production of TechPoint Africa.
I am Uluwani Femi Kolawoli. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, share, and drop a review. For more stories on startups and innovation in Africa, please visit techpoint.africa.com.